Hello, my humans. This is Brooke from Broad Humans. And today's topic I'm totally excited about. It's on being a surrogate. So surrogacy. My guest on today, her name is Nicole, and she went through the whole process of becoming a surrogate, and she's helped such a lovely family, and I'm so excited to hear that story. She's going to tell you about the process she did and what are some of the things you have to qualify to become a surrogate, and the feelings, the mental mindset you have during the process. I'm excited. Let's do it, guys. So this is Nicole, and our topic today is surrogacy, and she is going to just kind of talk about what her experience was. Because surrogacy, like caring for somebody has always been a known thing in my life ever since I was little. I had multiple family members who had fertility issues. And so it was just, just the whole infertility scene was just always something known. And um, ever since I was little, I remember my mom always saying that she would carry for her sister if she ever needed her to. Mm -hmm. So, and then as I got older, just, it was just always in the back of my mind. And I thought about it when I was younger, like early 20s, but the guy who I was with at the time, my ex, he kind of made a good point. He's like, well, what if something happens and then you can't have your own kids? So I kind of put it off. And then shortly after we split some years later, then it just, I don't know, just popped in my mind. I'm like, you know, I want to do it. So I just signed up. That's awesome. So it just kind of felt natural and normal to you just, you know, helping yeah. someone. I mean, that's a big that's a huge step. And that's, it is. Uh, I enjoyed my two pregnancies. They were like such breezes uh, with my first two kids. And I just was like, why not? So, right. Well, I mean, gosh, I, I mean, I considered it at one point after, actually it was after reading your story on Facebook. I was like, oh, oh, awesome. I wonder if I could do that. <laughs> but my husband was like, you know, you're going to get way too attached and, and it's not going to be easy for you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm very... the type that, uh, if that gets attached like that, then yeah, it's not something yeah. you do. I, like, I can do it. I got that question a lot. Like, aren't you going to be attached and be upset and stuff? But I guess when you go into it, you have to go into it with the mindset that it's not really your child. Right. Um, and I, I don't know, I guess going into it, I'm just like, it's not mine. So I didn't get like, an attachment like I did with my kids. I got more of attachment like as if it was a relative or a super close friend. Right. Okay. So did you have a a traditional or a gestational? What do you mean by that? Okay. So like, did you use your eggs or did oh, you? No. Yeah. There's lots of terminology when it comes to this. So everybody says it different. Yeah. It's gestational. Okay. I, it wasn't my egg. So I think that's what helped it. it yeah. I, I think that would put me in the right mindset as well. Maybe. If it was my egg, I think there would be more of an attachment, but no, it wasn't my egg. Okay. And how did you meet the lucky parent? Um, parents? Well, I signed up through a reproductive or infertility agency. Like there's all types of different agencies. You've got local ones and national ones. And I found a local one here in Ohio that actually is Cincinnati based. And the mother, she, uh, even though she lives in Nebraska, she found- oh, man. Um, yeah, she um she's a big researcher. So this this agency must be pretty up there for her to have used it. And so we just got connected through the agency because that's what the agency is for is to help parents and carriers or donors get connected. And you have to go through all kinds of stuff before you even start the process. Oh, yeah. I when I looked into it I'm like, okay, geez, I'm overweight. 
Um, <laughs> I, I have uh, some depression issues, so maybe this is not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, uh, I fibbed a little bit on some of the topics because I'm like, this is something I really wanted to do. And I'm like, I don't want something as little as like depression that, you know, runs in the family. I don't want that to hold me back from right. doing it. I'm like, because I know I can do it. So, and it's also like, you're, does that really matter if you're helping someone right get a have There's, a baby that they otherwise would not be able to have like yeah like if i get depression then <laughs> why why does that matter <laughs> right like um i mean i can understand like you know being overweight you know diabetes issues like that i mean i can i get that but like i feel like even though depression is kind of hereditary the situation that your kids are in as well can also change things like that so being depressed during pregnancy i guess is one of their um, concerns because it can right. have a factor on the like on the baby. I have read about that. So well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I'm just like I just fib because I'm like right. I really wanted to do it. <laughs> right, and I'm I'm sure that person or the mother really just wouldn't have cared. You know, some people need want want a baby so bad mm-hmm. that that stuff really probably doesn't really matter to them. So what was it like? I mean. <laughs> You guys, she's pregnant right now, so I don't want to ask her what it was like to be pregnant because this is her fourth pregnancy, right? No, this is my my fifth pregnancy, fifth but my surrogacy. my fourth child. Okay, yeah. like was it stressful? Because I know I heard that you have to go to a lot of appointments, and now that you're dealing with someone who lives, you said Nebraska. How uh-huh. did you communicate back and forth? How did um, we just did telephone calls and texting a lot. I kept her very very well updated. But it actually, the whole process was the only stressful thing was trying to get through because you have to get through a contract, you know, of oh, the yeah. whole legal aspect of it. So that was the that and dealing with insurance. Those were the most stressful things. And that was before we even got started with doing medications and all that stuff. But after all that was done, it was just a breeze in the whole pregnancy. That was my most favorite pregnancy that I've had. Well, that's kind of cool, though. You know, yeah. you had a a happy pregnancy and with a surrogate baby. And I mean, that's pretty neat. And now that you made someone else probably extremely happy. Oh yeah. (laughs) Are you still in contact with the parents or? Yeah, she's actually, um, it's, she's a single lady. She's older. She tried to do it on her own, but then she, she fell off her horse and broke her back or back in some way. And so it was not safe for her to carry her own child. So that's how she had to go into surrogacy and, and the one I carried for her was her second child. Her first child, her niece carried for her. Wow. Uh, that experience wasn't so great. So that's why she looked too oh, long. Okay. And, AD, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's kind of funny because she started out being just more of like, this is strictly business. I don't really want to have any contact with this person after the baby's born. And she was just so thankful for how the whole pregnancy how well, smooth it went, probably. Yeah, how like well in contact I was with her and stuff. And so that's what we definitely have remained in close contact. Um, she calls me Sweet Pea. I call her Mama T. That's great. Um, when was it? Two years ago in 2019, the kids and I went out um, to Nebraska to where she lives and visited her. And had a really great time. So yeah, we- Oh, um, wonderful. Yeah, great. We call her, call them our Nebraska family. We're their Ohio family. And she just absolutely adores the child that I carried for her. So how how was visiting the child that you carried for her? How old is the child now? 
So he will be six. And uh, I can't believe it's been that, that long. I I still feel like it just happened. I know. Uh, I mean, I, it stuck with me. I I, I always think about it sometimes. I'm like, how brave of a person. I feel like you have to be super brave and like really know your, yourself to do something like that. I never thought of it that way, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's so many emotions involved with it. Um, and I mean, we have different mindsets. Like I said, I would, I would just be so involved <laughs> and like, no, that I can't give this baby up because this baby grew on my stomach. You know, yeah. like I can't. <laughs> That's probably what a lot of, how a lot of women would feel. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I guess I just never thought of it like that. I don't uh, know why. Do you consider about doing it again or no? I would love to do it again. I actually was starting to look into it and then I got pregnant with my last child. So, <laughs> so and then I got it. <laughs> Well, yeah, um, I happens. would probably do it again, but because of how my last pregnancy went and I had the uh, diabetes that oh. I wouldn't be able to go through an agency now. So if I was to do it again, it would have to be through like word of mouth and, um, without an agency. Because you had gestational diabetes with one pregnancy, they, you can't do surrogacy again? Pretty much no. Cause um, they consider it high risk. They don't, as far as I know, they don't take in surrogates who have had high-risk pregnancies Man. because I mean, the I parents already go through so much that they don't want to you know yeah. put them in the position where something complications could go wrong yeah that sucks though because it's mm-hmm. like you could help somebody but i know it's risky and i, understand. I don't know after this pregnancy i'm like do i want to help anybody else because <laughs> this pregnancy has been the longest pregnancy ever myself Oh my gosh, I, I just want to be done. But of course, totally different situation than it would be caring for somebody. Yeah. How did your kids feel about it? I mean, they I know they, they may were, have had questions. Well, they were pretty young at the time. I think, let's see. I think my son was five and daughter was about seven-ish. I didn't tell them until after we had the confirmation of pregnancy. So, or after the first trimester, something like that. I don't quite remember, but it, I, it took a while before I told them. And I got um, a book that's, um, cause when you go through the process, you also have to see a, a therapist. So that way they okay, make sure yeah, you're in the sense. right state of mind. And so that therapist um, suggested a couple books to get to read to the kids and talk to them about it. So that's what I did. And they were phenomenal through the whole thing. And it was funny, like out in public, people would ask if they're excited about having a brother or sister. I'm like, it's not my brother or sister. <laughs> and I would get the oddest looks. And so I, was I would say, have to. What were the looks like? Did you <laughs> oh have to God. explain to so many people, or did you just say, oh. fuck it, because I'm tired of explaining it? No, I actually did explain it because it's just something I, I wanted it to be more known and everything. Right. And I didn't feel right saying that it was mine because it wasn't. So right. they would yeah. just, after they found out, they'd be like, oh, that's so great, you know. But yeah, the, the first initial looks, when the kids would say, not my brother or sister. (laughs) (laughs) So it was funny. Is there anything that you wish you would have known before doing this? Uh, Is there anything that you regret in any way? No, definitely don't regret it at all. No, I think, um, I wish I would have done a little bit more research, Mm -hmm. like on um, different agencies in the process and like the compensation, which I don't really, I don't want to say what I was. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, but I wish I would have, was more known with more familiar and more knowledgeable about that part of it. But other than that, I mean, I don't regret it and I'm glad I did it. I mean, that's wonderful. Yeah. I, I was real excited for, I, I think you posted maybe some pictures. I'm not sure of him or the um, mom and 
him on Facebook, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, I, um, I have many times. <laughs> okay. Because I, I didn't want to say that and be like, oh, shit, were you supposed to do that or not? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she, they, it's a cute family. They are. They are so adorable. And you the, helped make that family. How fun. I know. When I look at the pictures when she sends them to me or um, I'm friends with her on Facebook when she posts them, just like, I look at that little boy and I'm like, oh my gosh, that that grew inside me. Oh like, my gosh. And it's not here living with me. It's a very surreal kind of feeling. Yeah. I'm getting so emotional right now. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. I'm on my period too. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't miss those. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, uh, does he know that he was grew in your belly? I'm assuming he does. Yes. Yes, he does. Okay. So let's see. I, when we visit, visited them in 2019, that was the first time I had seen him since I had him. Of course, we like seen each other a couple times before she left and went back to Nebraska. But um, so it had been like four years at this point. But she, of course, the way, you know, she explains to him, like, you grew in her belly. And he just so he knows who I am. But I, I think he's still just a tad, like, doesn't really understand. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sure when he gets a little older. When we first seen, we met at um, at Walmart that was close to her house. And, uh, well, not really close because she lives way out in the country. So it, it took like an, <laughs> an hour and a half, two hours to get from Walmart to her house. I mean, that's how far out in the country she lives. Oh, goodness. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so we met at a Walmart so we can get food and stuff. And um, he just... You know, he gave me that look like he recognized my voice maybe, or he knew like who I was, but was like kind of standoffish. And, but oh that was gosh. the first time I seen him. So I like, I started bawling right there. Okay. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> ready, I'm getting ready to start crying. I'm like, I yeah. can't even imagine. Yeah. Like, it was, uh, I don't even know how to describe the feeling when I first saw him again. It was just a very like, I just can't believe it. I, I, I don't know. It's just a feeling you can't I didn't even think about like yeah, yeah he probably he probably had that feeling like oh okay i reckon like there's a there's a feeling that i recognize mm-hmm. here yeah oh. you know they say when the babies are inside you they can, they that's can how they recognize you. their mom yeah. because of the voice and oh my gosh yeah and even when he was a baby when she would call or like when he was a toddler and he's starting to talk and she put me on speaker so i can hear him or he can hear me. She said that he would like look around, like as if he recognized. Oh my gosh, the voice. So that was that was always awesome for her to say. Wow, and and I'm assuming him and his sibling or his brother or sister get along real well. Yeah, it's two boys. Um, two boys. Okay, they get along as well as brothers get along. <laughs> right. Yeah, my boys don't get along either. So, <laughs> do you know? And I don't know if this is too personal or not. Or, but do you know how the oldest brother handled the new baby coming in or is that not something you know as far as i know he handled it just like any other type of older sibling would yeah my son did not handle that well oh really (laughs) (laughs) my kids always handled it well so i don't know as far as i know he did pretty well with it you know new baby brother so oh my goodness when you found out the sex of one of your kids your daughter cried i felt so bad for her <laughs> yeah when I found out I was pregnant with Vinny when we did the gender reveal she yeah. because I mean at the time when you know um it was her and Jesse and then they had three stepbrothers so oh my gosh I did not even know that yeah Holy Billy cow. had the only um, girl yeah she was the only uh. girl so Vincent's dad he had um yeah he has three other boys and so she was really wanting a sister <laughs> oh and she didn't I feel, get it I felt so. for her so bad man yeah I did too <laughs> And then it's another boy, isn't it? Yep, it's another boy. Oh my gosh, I can't. 
I know. I never in a million years would have thought that I would have more boys than girls, but I guess she's going to be definitely protected. Yes. Or <laughs> she's going to protect them. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. I know I was kind of that way with my siblings. Like, mm-hmm. don't you dare mess with them. <laughs> right. My sister was that way yeah. with me, even though she hated me. Well, she acted like it. She hated yeah. me. So. I, I didn't really <laughs> like my sister either for a long time. <laughs> wow. I'm going to go pull myself together now because... <laughs> I guess I needed that. And thank you. You're welcome. For your time. I know it was really hard to get you on the phone because, you know, nap times and you probably Mm -hmm. just don't feel good. So I will let you know when this is up. And I'm really stoked. I'm excited to put this up. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Thank you for joining me and Nicole. I want to say thank you, Nicole, for doing such an awesome interview and helping me out and explaining to everybody what the process was like. If you have a topic that you would like me to cover or a great idea, or you just need someone to talk to, you can message me at broadhumans58 at gmail.com. My website is broadhumans.com. And give me a review on Apple. That would be really cool. A nice one. Or constructive criticism. That would be cool too. Okay. Have a good night, guys.